Welcome to October's Very Owned, a podcast by Noisy. I, again, am Dan Ozzy, a staff writer at Noisy, and this is Eric Sunderman, the editor-in-chief of Noisy. Hello. Hi. My name is Eric. Dot com. I dot com. Yeah. My name is Eric.com. <laughs> we're here. We're talking about Drake. What a good start. Yeah. We're talking about Drake, October's Very Owned, 31 Days of Drake. Yeah, as we explained last time, every single day this month. And talk about Drake and Drake only. Yeah, different topic of the fascinating character that is the Six God. Drake the rapper. We should say that it's not. It's not Nick Drake. Yeah, it's not Dick Drake. That's a different podcast. Um, it's not the Drake from Harry Potter. It's not Drake's coffee. What cakes. Drake was in Harry Potter? Isn't there a Drake character named a character named Drake in Harry? Draco Potter? Malfoy. You're thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's different. He's not. We're Why not, would we? We're not talking about, about him either. Draco Malfoy. We're talking about Aubrey Graham Drake. Not Aubrey Plaza. Not Aubrey Plaza. Right. Not not it's, anybody it's else. Aubrey Drake Graham. Not Aubrey Drake Graham. <laughs> well, the other we know voice. we are talking about Aubrey Drake Graham. The other voices that we have, I should mention that we have two other guests. A repeat guest already in our second episode. We're repeating guests. We have Trey Smith, who was on our inaugural episode where we talked about memes. He created the B meme, Trey Smith. Hey. <laughs> we also have first time guests ever. <laughs> Warren's Bernie, he's also a staff writer at Noisy. I'm I'm overjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't believe you when you said that. Um I mean we could just do that one more time with like some feeling. <laughs> I feel it inside. <laughs> well, Dan, what are we talking about today? Well, last time we talked about uh memes. I feel like that was lighthearted fun. But uh on our list of episodes that we want to do about Drake, we have one that I feel like is just gonna get us death threats from hip-hop head so like let's just get it out of the way now <laughs> just get just get the death threats up front and then we can just move on with our day uh today's topic is uh is a question is drake real hip-hop and now i'm sort of like a casual follower of hip-hop but even i know the phrase real hip-hop is like one of those things that will just murder your mentions online you know um so eric can you please briefly explain this debate on what yeah. about real hip hop. Well, so there's a big question about what it means to be real in the rap Love world. It. Love it. Know? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I think I think that Drake the reason that Drake has been at the front of this discussion for so long is because he comes from like a background of like, you know, he grew up in Forest Hills in Toronto, which is like a more upper class neighborhood. He's maybe not like of the culture or whatever. A child that means. Actor. He's a child actor. And so like he doesn't really know what that life is or whatever that means. And I think that there's these gatekeepers of hip hop who, you know, like come from the schools of like Hot Ninety Seven or like this New York based like Double XL or like whatever these gatekeepers are, um, to kind of define like put the genre in a box that is the real hip hop, um, and I think it's—I mean, I don't know—it's it's also a hard thing to explain. And because... a lot of it stems from like, oh, Biggie and Tupac. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of like older yeah. rap people who are like Biggie and Tupac. That's the real hip hop, and like a lot of young kids are like, nah, nah, nah. Like, that's not exactly. Real I mean, it's like it's like old school versus new school. Maybe right. is another like a more simple way to put it. Um, and and Drake aggravates a lot of people in this way because he's not. 
he, you don't hear people say, oh, he's got bars or what, you know, whatever that means. He's like, never ate a deep fried Timbaland boot. <laughs> like, <laughs> which is this, the, which is the main qualifier. Yeah, that's, right that's like the hazing for. Yeah. Right. I, I think the thing about Drake that bothers people the most and it's definitely bothered me in the past and I just said fuck it because there's nothing I can do about it is that it's not only is he not from the background that you would think a rapper should be from it's also that he's dominant it's not just that he is a, a cornball from the suburbs it's that he's also like arguably the best rapper and yeah. simultaneously a, a a corny guy, so but, like big target on his back. Yeah, it's like yeah. he's just he just he's an easy target, but at the same time, it's like he has set up his career in a way that he can't be dethroned because we know all this about him. It's not like it's it's worse when a rapper is not from a life that they claim to be from, and then they get exposed. Drake is already that person. He's like, like he's, one step ahead yeah. of you, revealing it himself. Yeah, like he was already on the grassy. He was already, like that's why I think Meek Mill just had no chance in in winning a battle with Drake because what can you say? Like, yeah, how do you make fun of somebody you whose can't entire life is on the internet? Yeah, right. They like he's so self aware. Like I know what I am. What are the Drake secrets? Like, like, he's if, he's be rabbited himself since like the beginning, you know. So. Whatever Drake seekers there are, they're still yet to happen. Right. And we'll find out about it immediately. Unless there's, like, more text messages that somebody's going to post on. Uh, but even when he does get exposed or whatever, like, uh, what was her name was talking about how he treated her? Um, Malaya? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was tweeting about uh, how, like, he just treated her really poorly and shit. And it's like, that fucking sucks. But it wasn't anything that was going to run away because we already knew Drake probably had, like, pretty shitty relationships with women and he always likes to play the victim in them yeah so he raps about it yeah like, right. he, 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 like, he, he says like the i'm bad like i'm a bad person yeah. like that's i'm, so yeah. I'm a good person because i say i'm a bad person. exactly yeah. yeah and that and that he there therefore he's like then like emotional or sad or whatever and like that narrative drives he's vulnerable it. yeah which sure um, yeah. <laughs> who isn't whomst among us so would you guys say he is real hip-hop well well actually before we even say if he's real hip-hop let's say from a technical standpoint, is Drake a good rapper? Yeah. I think so. Yes. I mean, he's been a good rapper from the beginning. I mean, when I first I first heard Drake in um, a dorm room my freshman year of college and somebody played um, his freestyle over the Say You Will beat from... Um, Comeback season. From com- No, that, that no. was on... Um, that was on, yeah, So Far Gone. It was on yeah, So Far yeah, Gone. Yeah. Um and he was rapping on the Say You Well beat, and I didn't know who he was or anything. I was like, this is good. And that was my first impression of Drake. It wasn't until I started learning more about him. Somebody was like, yeah, like seen the show Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I, I didn't watch Degrassi when it was out, so I didn't have that frame of reference for Drake. Like, he was just a rapper. And then when somebody showed me the cover of Comeback Season, that's when I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should like him. He's he's wearing a turtleneck (laughs) surrounded by fall leaves in the background. He was, like, picking apples in Connecticut or some shit. And he had, like, a pea coat coat on. How good is, like, the face that Drake makes on that? Like, that (laughs) that cover, he's just, it's, like, so... Um, Comeback comeback season. season, His second mixtape. He's just mad. (laughs) I'm looking at... Oh, yeah. It's such a fierce look. (laughs) It's, like, he's giving a lot of face. 
Yeah, he looks like an LL Bean catalog. Like he look, it looks like the calendar for fall of my college. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, that's the October. Oh, I'm, and I'm ready to take a class about history. <laughs> right. I just took my first political science class, <laughs> and I'm ready to talk to you about it, girl. Yeah. It's like kind of seductive, but like, kind of try to be like a bad boy seductive. But you know there's nothing bad about him. Yeah. Like, he maybe got that sweater discounted. It's really hypnotic, actually. I'm like, I can't stop looking at it. It's like he saw the movie poster for uh, Rebel Without a Cause, and a girl, he <laughs> likes dorm room, and he's like, I'm going to nail this. Okay. <laughs> I'm mean, I'm going to get this look down. It looks like they took Goodwill Hunting and just airbrushed out Matt Damon and put Drake in it. <laughs> like, now when I look at it, I have hella respect for Drake because it takes... A substantial amount of nerve <laughs> to have this as your mixtape cover. Like, He's got like a P code on. I mean, it's funny to think about. This is the lamest shit you could ever have as a as a mixtape cover. This is why I've I've like always fucked with Drake too because he's. I mean, I don't know if I want to say this, but I just think he 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 does like he he does. It's there takes a certain amount of bravery in the rap world to be coming out like this. No, no, no. With that cover, he definitely yeah. thought it was cool. No, he definitely thought. No, that it's was funny cool. because he thought it was cool and it's not cool. But because he thought so, he made it cool. Like he Drake opened up an avenue for conventionally uncool people, right? Like to be able to thrive. Like Drake. Does, does this sound like the way it looks? Is it like sensitive? No, no, not, not really. It's just, and that's another reason why it's funny. Like, because <laughs> it has, it makes no sense. But he didn't have to have this mixtape cover at all. But I think that Drake. Well, I mean, it was around the time Drake broke. It was already like rappers. I feel like who were kind of making it okay, or maybe not okay, but just encouraging it for encouraging a new narrative for like a young black kid like you could be emotional you could you didn't have to be hard it was either like at one point it was either you were a street rapper or just like a straight up rapper who would just like can rap about rapping like Lil Wayne or you were R&B it was like those three lanes and Drake kind of blended that to a certain extent like Lupe was doing it but he was way more on the conventional rap side. Kid Cudi couldn't rap, so he was just like... <laughs> Kid, Cudi just, <laughs> Kid Cudi just made some other shit, and then Drake was like the in-between of that. And I feel like because of Drake, we now have rappers who... It's okay to just be a nerd, but being a nerd is cool now. Mm-hmm. At that time, it wasn't. Right. The fr- But, I mean, like, early Kanye, like, uh, college dropout was more like... You know, I don't have to be like, I don't have to subscribe to like what hip hop backgrounds is. I can rap about college. And yeah. But he had respect because of Rockefeller. Yeah. Yeah. He had cosigns. He had like, yeah. Like he produced the blueprint. Drake was yeah, just a guy. Right. Yeah. Drake was a child actor. Right. 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 <laughs> you know, it could, there's an alternate reality. And from like, Canada. Yeah. Right. And from Canada. Yeah, yeah. No, and yeah. I think that's true. Like, I mean, I think an interesting narrative is like how the city of Toronto has like actually it's like become like a cool destination yeah, in Drake, the last Drake, ten years. Drake has made Toronto matter. Like, be I didn't real, know there did were black kn- people in Toronto. <laughs> be real, did you know that there was a CN? Like, did you know about the CN Tower before like five years ago? No, I still don't even know what it is. Yeah, when I saw the views cover, I was like, "Why is he in Seattle? Like, this doesn't make any sense." Yeah, like. <laughs> The only thing I knew about Toronto before Drake was Carabana and the Raptors. Did Toronto exist before Drake? Um, 
I think so, right? Like I had heard people talk about it, but yeah, yeah, but it was like, like they a had a baseball up. team, and they the, there's they play hockey. Yeah. So Toronto did exist. Yeah. Okay. So Drake didn't start he the didn't, city. Drake didn't start Toronto, but he started the six. Oh, okay. And what's the six? Something no one in Toronto apparently calls Toronto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think they do now. I still don't think they do that much. <laughs> it's yeah. It's, I don't think. <laughs> I think they call. Isn't it T dot? T dot. Oh, oh yeah. But it is interesting. I mean, that's like another, like it just, that is like an argument for Drake as real hip hop because he did, like, and you're talking about these well, classic rules, like he represented his city, you know, like he, yeah. he helped put it on a map. Like, I don't know. Like, he, I mean, he he's a disruptor. And yeah. I feel like that's what hip hop in its most purest form is. is it disrupts the status quo. It's a voice for the voiceless. It's a voice for the voiceless. <laughs> and Toronto had no voice. I mean, we we started by asking if Drake if Drake was a legitimately talented rapper, and he's got to be if he came from being a child actor in a city that didn't even exist, and he became like and a not from fan. the inner city of that city. Yeah. yeah. Also. No, I mean like there wasn't even a city on the map. <laughs> like it, it wasn't there. And then they were going to call it Drakistan yeah. or Toronto. They went with Toronto. Well, something <laughs> something I always think about too is it's like technically I think Drake is like a phenomenal rapper, and be, and the reason I think that is because on the on the song Scholarships, when he says that line, "I go Kentucky blue." I hate that line so much. Everybody hates that line. Every, everybody hates that line, but like when you're in the club, like and you're like like that line is fire. Like, you know, it's, he hits all the markers of what rap is supposed to be. He has wit, he has good punchlines, he makes you debate whether it's trash or good. Like you have to have all those to be an effective rapper. And by by those standards, Drake is a good rapper. I feel like we have a, a bunch of Drake defenders in the on the podcast right now. <laughs> My question is, how does the rap world in general view Drake? The same way they viewed uh, Mace, the same way they viewed Nelly. Like it's this is, Drake is not anything we haven't seen before, man. Like yeah, what like, do you mean by that? I mean like Drake is basically to Toronto what Nelly was to St. Louis. Like nobody really knew if there was a rap scene there, if it even existed. Like we, they had barbecue. They were allegedly in Missouri. Like, yeah, and uh, he did things in a way where, like, Nelly was getting clown when he first came out, too. It was like, oh, this is just dumb pop music. Uh, don't listen to this. Yeah. He's a he's an industry plant. Uh, and, uh, and then Nelly just kept making songs like Hot in here. And you have an opinion on Nelly, man. Mm-hmm. Not an opinion. Mace was out here in the shiny suits dancing around and stuff with Diddy. So it seems like yeah. it's, like, the argument that's, like, you know... Oh, it's popular, so it can't be good. I think there's that, and I also think that there's just this reality where it's like people don't want to because of all in in a lot of the things that Lawrence was talking about. Like, I think Drake Drake's popularity has done a lot to kind of redefine masculinity in in rap music and what that means and masculinity to our generation. And I think that like by liking Drake, you maybe position yourself as like, oh, I'm like. Soft. soft or yeah I'm like I'm like emo or whatever and so I think that like a lot of the anger towards Drake or like him like ruining hip hop comes from this like insecurity perhaps that like a lot of 
people within the genre have where they're like, oh, no, this is supposed to be this way. Like, I'm strong. I, like, go to the gym and I, like, have sex. Like, I, you know, I don't talk about my feelings, you know? Go to the gym, have sex. Drake doesn't go to the gym, doesn't have sex. No, he does all those. Well, we'll get to those in other episodes. But I think that that's, like, you know, that's what causes this, like, visceral reaction. Like, versus someone like Kendrick Lamar who is, like, a rapper's rapper or something where they're like oh yeah that's bars like that's fire yeah. and it's like, people don't like to be challenged on what they mm-hmm. think it's, exactly. it's, it crosses over into like whenever I cover like punk and you put punk in the word in the t- headline and you see it go on Facebook and if it's a young band in the context of punk you have all these like old heads who come out of the woodwork and they're like um actually uh, in 1978 uh, the UK subs started punk so uh, you know this actually isn't actual punk and you're like okay buddy buddy, yeah Uh, but uh, (laughs) but like yeah i feel like when you're gonna challenge that when you're coming out with a peacoat in what looks like a beautiful autumn day yeah like i'm gonna go to (laughs) jc penny and buy that outfit this is like i we have 31 days until halloween i think this is gonna be my halloween uh costume drake on the cover of comeback season i'm into it yeah i'm just gonna it's a peacoat with a collar popped up super simple I, I will say, though, the one thing that I think bothered a lot of people about Drake, which still, at the beginning of Drake's career, might have been still a valid thing, is he was definitely safe as shit. Mm-hmm. Like, look at him on that mm-hmm. cover. Like, it's, you it's could a, bring him home to your mom. Yeah, he's a yeah. nice Jewish boy, man. Like, yeah, and, yeah. He's extremely marketable. I yeah. mean, I think, I think what a lot of people um, also might have this kind of uh, animosity towards Drake because they think he ruined it for, like, people from the street like Drake's success has played a part in um, street rap kind of being pushed back underground because not only is not only is he he extremely successful but he comes with less of a headache to a label with street artists um, they face the risk of going to jail all the time or people don't want to repeat what went on with Biggie and, and Pac in the 90s and I think people think that Drake is kind of um, diluting mm-hmm. rap. Yeah, Drake's sense. the kind of guy who, wa- like, if Drake walked in here right now, he would be extremely friendly and, like, right. president. Didn't we he run an shake. article called Drake is Running for President of the Universe once? On yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that that, I mean, Drake is a politician. I think that that is. He's he the Mark Zuckerberg of rap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well. He invented Facebook, is what Drake. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If rap had a Facebook, yeah, yeah he yeah. Drake invented. He invented but I think that that's an interesting thing because it's like he 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 was always like the nice guy, you know, and like and like presented it that way. And I think that's interesting what you're saying about how it changed, then who the genre was like as collectively like favoring or like you know creating opportunities for young rappers. Yeah, I mean, I. It's taken me a while to even, like, accept that I like Drake's music. Like, I feel like, even from the beginning, I feel like this is just a thing with a lot of people. I've always liked Drake's music, but I but I felt uncomfortable admitting that I like Drake's music. Why? Because it's, I, I just think he's extremely soft. Like, <laughs> but, but you can't I, that's like what I, stuff that's, that's soft? That's what I... Yes, I can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time when he came out, I wasn't at that point where that was okay for me. Mm-hmm. I was still um, in an environment and still around people 
And I was also one of those people that just wasn't open to different types of masculinity or what being masculine meant. And Drake is just like he he challenges that. Like he he makes you think hard and this people don't wanna think. They don't wanna be challenged. I just wanna listen to fucking Jeezy and Boosie and just go about my day. <laughs> I don't wanna have to uh go through this inner conflict of can I sing along with this Drake song while he's singing in falsetto about <laughs> this woman not answering the phone? <laughs> but I know every word, <laughs> but I'm not trying to tell you that I know every word. <laughs> it's like that type of thing. We talked a lot about Biggie and Pac uh, as that is like the barometer for real hip hop, right? That's like this tre- the like gold standard for real hip hop. Were they alive today? Would Biggie and Pac? What would they think of Drake? I think um, I think Pac would maybe be more open to Drake. I don't know. I mean, it's just That's hard because I think Biggie might be more open to Drake. Honestly, I yeah. think that Pac, the way that people question Drake is the same way they question Tupac when he first came out. Tupac was a fucking art school kid. I mean, he was from the hood, so that gave him more of, he had more, um, I don't want to say more depth, but he was, people viewed him as a more um, complex figure he went to art school he knew how to act he came from a family of black panthers but at the end of the day people you know when you go back and read things about tupac people didn't think tupac was the thug that he was promoting himself to be a lot of people called his bluff a lot of people thought that he was a phony a lot of people thought that he changed his whole persona after he played bishop and juice so i think drake has a lot of parallels to to tupac actually yeah, I mean, he, Tupac was trying to be an actor. Yeah, you know? he was a great he, he yeah. was a great actor. But he was never in the wheelchair. True. That's where he went yeah. wrong. Yeah. Man, I hope Drake is listening to this. <laughs> like, we're doing this for a month. Let's just start. Let's just start now. Is Drake, Drake listening? Come on the podcast. <laughs> Drake. Come on the podcast. Come on the podcast. Come on the podcast, Drake. God, there's I'm, another. 29 episodes of this. You got 29 chances to get on here, Drake. I mean, I think it's just I think I think everybody likes Drake. And it just it's if you don't if you don't like Drake you're or if you kidding then yourself. yeah, you're kidding yourself like because if you when you are I think you just it comes back to like that when you're at the party like you're or and like fucking, you know, woes comes on or what is that the name of that song? Know yourself. Know yourself comes on and like that like Everybody's gonna dance. Like it's gonna go off. Like that. You're is, gonna get need in the head. Yeah. yeah like it just. Yeah. Even if you hate him, it doesn't matter. Like it's gonna happen. You know. Yeah, so, songs for different moods. Exactly. So whatever. No matter what type of person you are, at this point, Drake has a song that you're gonna like. Yeah. It, it's weird because it's like I'm very firmly in that where I'm like I probably want to call myself a Drake fan and uh, but then like Eric would tell you I was in the deli with them one night at like 5 a.m. and we were just singing along through Hotline Bling with the cat we weren't even singing along we just started singing it yeah. was it even on no, no it wasn't okay. it wasn't even on and, and the two next deli thing, guys yeah. were singing it so we started singing it with them next thing you know everybody else is singing along with us <laughs> like awesome. yeah and it was like yeah Drake's Drake's kind of cool yeah, yeah. wow what a what a moment. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing you guys just getting your sandwiches in the bodega, just having that hotline bling moment. It's really special. Yeah. It's one of my favorite New York moments. Yeah. I feel like we accomplished a lot in this episode. Yeah. Um, we got to get a phone number that Drake can call 
if he wants to be on the podcast. Well, Drake, we will get you the number. Yeah, we'll get you the number. Tune in to the next one. We Listen to tomorrow's episode for episode three. Yeah. And October's very owned. Uh, this has been Dan, Eric, Trey, and Lawrence. And I think we got to the bottom of uh, if Drake is real hip-hop. What did we decide he is? We we decided that he is. So if you want to yell at us on the internet, at Eric Sunderman, at Slimmy Hendrix, at True Worrells. I'm not going to give mine out because I don't know. <laughs> at Dan Ozzy, D-A-N-O-Z-Z-I. We're going to be on Reddit Hip Hop Heads. I know it. Drake is real hip hop. Uh, all right. Well, that's episode two of October's Very Owned. <laughs>